uh, for anybody who doesn't know, tell us about the inner dog and tell us who you love to work with because you've got your specialty. I am a certified professional dog trainer. I specialize in dogs that have moderate to severe behavior challenges. That can be anything from deep-rooted fears, OCD complexes. Um, it can be reactivity. It can be aggression. So it's not just about dogs who have bite histories. Uh, it's not just about dogs who are shy or timid because shy or timid is actually fear, right? So we delve into that and we look to help the dog feel safe, trust the home and the, and the people they're with. Once they have that trust, then we can begin to change by teaching skills, skills that are different than what they're used to, changing the, the how their perception of what they see, the truth as they see it. And then with that change in those skills comes change in behavior. And after the change in behavior, you have a dog and it's people who just have a much more enjoyable partnership. The truth as they see it. Wow. Okay. Wow. There, yeah, there, there's a whole other hour that we could spend the truth as they see it. So, you know, Tess, you were looking at the last um, one or two videos that we've had interviews with uh, Sam and uh, you were talking about, you know, picking up where we left off. Um, oh yes. I want to, I want to put in there. I went back and you know how people can watch that video anytime. There was a question that came up which I feel like I kind of already got the answer, but they did not get an answer to. And the question on the very last video uh, that we did during COVID together. So she says, since COVID-19, my dog is pulling out trash. We never did that before. And I'm like, oh, well, I've got my, my opinions about that, but I really wanted to hear what Sam had to say about that only because she didn't get her question answered yet. It just came up recently. So someone recently watched that video again. And I'm like, let's ask Sam. Well, so there's a couple things. First of all, we know that dogs have been with their people through this whole thing 24 7, 365. So the first thing is that dogs are not getting the usual downtime that they're used to when there are people are at work, they're at school, etc. <laughs> It also means that people feeling they need to keep their dog entertained all the time are actually doing too much with them. But most of the time it involves physical exercise and there's no mental enrichment going on. Oh. Um, so I found with a number of clients, we've actually turned around and in the early afternoon, we've given uh, the dog a place to actually chill away from everybody else using music and using the, the, the scent from Blackwing Farms and that, giving them a place to just relax. And if the human wants to be with them, that's great. Go in there, read a book, take a nap with them, something. But these dogs are being kept uh, hyperactive. Uh, the owners feel that they, well, I've got to entertain my dog. I've got to entertain my dog. Many of these dogs are like, stop. I, you know, the ninth walk of the day. No, you know, this is like seven too many. Um, and then we also, you know, we see that the dogs, they're bored in that, yes, they may take them for 12 hikes, but what are they doing to enrich their brains? Okay. You know, are we doing enrichment feeding? Are we doing enrichment games? Are we doing on a walk instead of trying to go for three miles? How about if we kept it to a half a mile so that your dog can sniff anything and everything they want? 
for yeah. as long as they want. That's what you always do for yeah. as long as they want. For walking for the dog. Mm -hmm. um, and, but you know, the houses are busy, especially families. You know, the kids are bored, the adults are bored, everybody's stressed out, and that's playing out on the dog. Well, guess what? Adults can find a way to go off to a room on their own. Kids have their room of their own. And the dog's kind of like, after a while, just, it's too much. You know? So you said about feeding and games. Tell us, what, what do you mean about feeding? What can so we do to mentally? The cool thing about dogs is that, you know, first of all, dogs are omnivores. We know that versus cats who are primarily mm -hmm. carnivores. Um, but the other thing, too, is, and this is, you know, evolution of, of hundreds of millions of years. But even though they're domestic dogs, they still have an instinct to pull out of the trash because there's interesting smells. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, what was that? Let me taste that. Oh, that's a fresh mm -hmm. blade of grass. That's so really good, which actually it is really good. Uh, <laughs> so the idea is, can we do enrichment feeding? Do we set it up so that we're using uh, maize bowls, that we're using food dispensing toys, that we're um, playing, find it with their food out in the yard or throughout the house? We, we do a lot of this in shelters because the dogs don't have the ability to have that um, activity and interaction. Mm -hmm. But it is interesting, even with high-drive dogs, we see that when they have to actually work for their food, and it's a problem-solving skill that they innately have, so that they work for it, work for it, work for it. But you know what? It's it's up here. And so when they're done, we see a quieter, just a more relaxed dog, I should say. One thing that the mistake that people sometimes make with it, enrichment feeding, is they'll take, say, a Kong, and a Kong that's too small, stuff the food in, but the food towards the top of the Kong or a similar device gets wedged in there. And a dog will get frustrated and just leave it alone. We always have to make sure that they can get to the end game, you know, with whatever kind of enrichment feeding we're doing. Um, and it's the same thing on, on the walks. You know, we want them to be able to enjoy the walks. We want them to sniff, 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 sniff. We want to take them to new places, get off of the old routine of the same walk, the same place, the same way. Believe it or not, if you turn around and go in the opposite direction, for many dogs, that's a brand new walk because the, the smells are coming at them differently. You've been listening to Animals Inside Out brought to you by Blackwing Farms. If you know anyone who could benefit from today's episode, please consider sharing it. Also, if you want to learn more about Blackwing Farms and the incredible natural remedies for mental, physical, and emotional needs of animals, go to blackwingfarms.com and enter Animals Inside Out for 10% off your next purchase. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts, and we'll see you in the next episode.